With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line. Live from Media Row for Super Bowl 58. Here is Stormy Bonatoni and Michael Lombardi. On VSEN, the sports betting network. Super Week as we welcome you into this Tuesday edition of the Lombardi Line presented by DraftKings. We are live from the Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas at Media Row alongside the three-time Super Bowl winning executive and strategist Michael Lombardi. Stormy Tony with you. So excited to dive into every possible angle of Super Bowl 58 throughout the course of the week here live in Las Vegas. So pumped, Michael, that you're on the desk in yeah, person all week. It's, it's going to be great. Good to be here with you. Yes, I wish we would have had better weather, but it's. I, I think it's me, Stormy. Every time I come to Vegas, the weather just goes in the tank. So anyway, but well, I'm it's glad good to I be have, here. I'm glad I have someone else to blame because with a name like Stormy, I feel like everybody's always coming That's for right. me for the weather related issues. You should issues. take the heat for this. No <laughs> question about it. Yeah. But I mean, look, we deal with it. You know, we got to play through, right? It is what it is. And, you know, we'll go on to the next one, but it's exciting. It's going to be, you know, no indoor facilities, right? Mm-hmm. So we know the weather in the Allegiant Stadium is going to be perfect. So the Raiders facility is where the Chiefs are. And, of course, UNLV is where the 49ers are. And, you know, they're going to have to make the best of it, have to go out there in a little bit of sloppy conditions and try to see if they do. I think the Niners really wanted to feel the track over at UNLV to be hard mm-hmm. and fast to allow their defensive front to really get going. I mean, that's going to be the key to the game. When you have a fast defense like San Francisco has – you want the track to be hard and fast because you don't want any slipping or all that. And I think last year in the Super Bowl, all that slipping really benefited the Chiefs because it took away the advantage that the Eagles had. Remember, the Eagles had 60 of their 70 sacks last year from their defensive line. Mm -hmm. And when they couldn't get the traction, you could see it. They slipped quite a bit. It's going to be interesting to see how this one goes. Yeah, there were the issues with the field conditions in last year's Super Bowl. And then even with the 49ers against Green Bay this year, we saw they didn't have whatever the right spikes were that they needed on their cleats to feel comfortable. And so for anybody who missed it, the the big news yesterday with regards to prep was around the, the practice field surface at UNLV out here where the 49ers are having to practice. They were complaining about seams on the practice field. They said it felt like they were walking on a sponge to an extent but last night at opening night that they hosted inside Allegiant Stadium all of the players came out the coaches they did their open media availabilities and Kyle Shanahan was asked about it. he said he's not worried that yeah. it's going to get better and he anticipates it to get better each day but uh, they were not happy it seemed the staffers no, yesterday no I think to me you don't you know the players never want to wear the, the the seven the the seven inch spikes or what they call them because it's kind of keeps them locked into the ground and they want to be able to play as fast as they can and when you go to Green Bay or 
where last week in, you know, in San Francisco with the slipping, I think you have to be really careful with that. And there's a great scene in the Super Bowl where the Saints played the, the Colts and, you know, Mike Bell walks off the field after he slipped on an inside run for the Saints. And Sean Payton says to him, did you have the right spikes on? And the kid says no, and he's like figured, mm. you know, because he's mad at him because he didn't have the right shoes on. And this is where it is. Last year, I don't know if it was a shoe problem as much as it was the field looked pretty. Sometimes when the field looks so pretty, it doesn't play as pretty. I think that's going to be interesting to see how it goes here. And so it's interesting, too, like the the field that UNLV uses is, is artificial turf. And the NFL came in and put like the real grass and sod on top of it. So it's a little bit of a different situation there. Meanwhile, as you said, Kansas City gets to play on the perfect indoor practice field that Kansas City has. And a lot of people I saw on social media were asking, why is San Francisco, who has the top seed, why are they not the home team? I don't understand. But every single year they rotate between the NFC and the AFC and who's going to be the home team. And that's why a couple years ago when the Rams were in the Super Bowl, even though they were playing at SoFi Stadium, they were the away team because it was the AFC's turn. Right. And to me, there's one thing I will say without a reasonable doubt. There's no way Al Davis would have let the Kansas City Chiefs into the Raider facility. There's just <laughs> no way. It does Nobody feel just is wrong. going to convince me of that. I mean, Mark Davis had to be, I don't know if, if the, he just signed that paper and didn't realize what he was signing, but I don't uh, see how that could be in, in the case of it, but we'll, we'll move on to it. But the game, look, as we get closer to it, I, I wrote about this today and we'll talk about it more in the show. The strategy that's going to be involved is going to be the, the fascinating part, how this all plays out, because all the strategy has been done. All the work and the game prep has been handled before these teams mm-hmm. got to Las Vegas. Yep. All the prep and the planning took place last week. The first official practices will begin tomorrow. But how intensive are practices during Super Bowl week? Well, I, I think they're going to be fairly intense because I think, you know, the 49ers practice. Right. They're going to be crisp. I would say they're not going to be physical. They're going to be moving crisp. And I think you want to get your players where they're ready, but they're not overworked. And I think that's going to be the key to it. And Andy Reid, they do both. Both teams will do a good job of being ready to go with their pad level. That's going to be the key. You know, when you watch the Chiefs, what they were able to do from the Kansas from the Buffalo game to the Baltimore game is they really improved their pad level. Like Chris Jones played tall in that in that Buffalo game. His pad level in the Baltimore game was much improved. And I think that's going to be the key is you still have to work on your fundamentals and your techniques. And for the Niners, really, I think if you're Kyle Shanahan, you had to be really disgusted with the inability to tackle Mm -hmm. in these games. And, you know, you don't you have to practice tackling now, not physically drag the guy to the ground, but you got to practice tackling, being in the right place, having your feet underneath you and not trying to arm tackle. That's going to be the key to the game because the Niners uncharacteristically of them this year have missed in those two playoff games have missed a lot of tackles. Trust me, I know all too well. I mean, how many times have I told you that I've had to yell at the TV screen? (laughs) a number of times throughout this playoff run, but it's for things like that where you're like, how can this defense that we've talked so much about being so tough and doing all the little things right, you can't make a tackle. It's really frustrating. It it is. Did you you catch any of opening night last night? No, I did not. So it was, there were some elements of it that were pretty cool. Most notably for me as a 49ers fan, seeing how many times the Chiefs were getting booed in that building. The 49ers (laughs) fans were loud. Like Travis... 
they're they're not like I think people think because Levi Stadium seems to be so easy to go through, like they feel like they're the Chardonnay drinking crowd. They don't make any noise, and they're really not. I mean, the 49 are faithful. Like if you like when I was criticizing something about Trey Lance, I mean, you get attacked mm-hmm. on Twitter, uh, un, you know, completely. Like they're passionate about their team. I think it's a mischaracterization. That doesn't surprise yeah. me at all. Well, and you can tell that the fan base really, really wants this. But it was when Travis Kelsey's on the mic, even when. Andy Reid, who doesn't who doesn't love Andy Reid when he's on the microphone in front of the crowd, just getting booed like crazy. Purdy got his name chanted throughout (laughs) Allegiant Stadium. But it's interesting to tie it all back to a report from um, Jeff Darlington of ESPN. He had a one on one with Patrick Mahomes earlier in the day yesterday. And in that he asked him if he feels like he and the Chiefs are kind of becoming the villain. And Mahomes response was, I can definitely see it going on to say, as long as you keep winning, teams start to not like you. And I want to keep winning. So if that means some other teams and other fan bases aren't going to like me, I still will try to have a smile on my face and not be a bad example. But I can be the the villain for them if they need me to be. And I think that's true. He's not a bad guy. But when you keep on winning at the level that you are, people are going to start to hate you and get sick of it a little bit. I I think he really likes the idea that he's the underdog. I think he really enjoys being the underdog. I think that's that's part of this whole change of who they are from the Christmas Day game. Yeah. Like, they really enjoy this. Oh, we're the underdog. Nobody expected us to be here. Well, of course we expected you to be here. You have Patrick Mahomes. You weren't very good during the regular season, but you mm. figured it out. So I, I think a lot of that is is the notion that, you know, we like that role. I think they really enjoy being the dog. Well, and you see, like, if you're a Bills fan, of course you're going to hate the Kansas City Chiefs. If you're a Ravens <laughs> fan now, you're not going to like. I mean, this this year's Baltimore Ravens team is top five offense, top five defense, and still Kansas City in a year when you think that they're vulnerable and they're not as good, and it's the worst statistical year of Patrick Mahomes' career, they still make it to the Super Bowl again. And you had every chance to win the game. Yep. Go back and watch it. You had every chance to win the game, even where you weren't playing well. Whereas the Niners had every chance to lose the two games that they played and they found a way to win. Mm-hmm. To me, that says something about your team. In Baltimore, I mean, this one's going to hurt Steve Bashotti, the owner of the Ravens, for a long, long time. It's going to hurt John John Harbaugh. It's really going to hurt them because they had every opportunity to get here and it was the perfect time and place to get it. It was the it should have been the year of Harbaugh, which I kind of thought it was going to be with Jim winning the national championship. But that guy there and the Kansas City defense made all the difference. From a betting standpoint, we talked a lot you know, earlier this week and last week about the MVP market. And when we talk about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs being a little bit of a villain and him being the favorite in this market, do you think that there could be potentially any fatigue standpoint of because everybody's saying okay if the Chiefs win it's got to be Mahomes look at the last one when they when that when someone else had three touchdowns Mahomes still ends up getting getting MVP but could there be a little bit of a fatigue factor could there be an element of that we could buy into no I don't think so I think the the thing is if you're the Niners you want to shift the way of the style of play because you've watched this team Kansas City play a certain style and struggle You've seen him turn the ball over. Look, in the last time they played, Mahomes had two interceptions in that Super Bowl. Now, they scored 21 points in the second half, but in the fourth quarter alone. But I think what you want to try to do is force this team, which has developed their style of play over the over the over since Christmas Day, into playing perhaps a different game. I think that's going to be the key. And the only way you do that is start fast, play from mm-hmm. in front, 
and make this offensive line, which we know Kansas City has struggled with, right? We know Mahomes has been under pressure. Last last week against Baltimore, I mean, Clowney and Van Noy and everybody, they were getting pressure on him. He made a few plays, but that's going to be the key. This line for the Chiefs, Andy Reid has done a very good job of hiding it, masking it right. around what they can't do. When they started to try to throw the ball, that was when the problems happened. I mean, hold the football to throw it down the field. The betting line where things sit right now, we are standing pat at that 49ers minus two, despite all of the money that we have seen continue to come in on the Kansas City Chiefs, the total 47 and a half. Money line prices, if you're interested there, Kansas City plus 105, San Francisco minus 125. We'll get some thoughts as well from Chris Mad Dog Russo, who's yeah. going to join us at the end of the hour. We'll also have Frank Caliendo, comedian, actor, the best impressionist you can ever imagine. <laughs> He's going to join us in hour two. I wonder if he can do you. Uh, I, I'm sure he probably can do anybody. I mean, but his, <laughs> I love his Madden and Summerall. It's just perfect. Yeah. I, I think it would be ideal if he is somebody should have him in a booth during a game and let him just do Madden and Summerall. Kind of rem- reminisce a little bit of walking down there. I always say to him, thanks, John, the way he says Summerall's voice. I mean, there's nothing better. He does a great Shaq. I love his John Gruden <laughs> as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, well, I'm excited to have him on here and we'll get, again, their selections as well. But I think I might be most excited to live in person be able to see you in the Madden Mad Dog, go oh, head to head yeah. and talk about these lines because oh. you come on our show all the time saying, where's he getting these numbers from? I never saw a three. I never saw a three. Yeah. He'll pull something out of his hat. I mean, there's still, you know, sure. and he'll be wired to go. I mean, you know, he's got a busy week. He's got his wife with him. He's got his daughter. Yeah. They're enjoying the Vegas thing here. Yeah, we're just getting started. Plenty more to come on the Lombardi line live from Media Row. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line, live from Media Row for Super Bowl 58 on VSEN, the sports betting network. 
Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use our code VSIN. And new customers bet five bucks and get 200 instantly back in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl with code VSIN. Again, V S I N. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Back here on the Lombardi line, live from Media Row, we've got a special guest on set with us, the legend, Chris the Mad Dog Mr. Lombardi over here, Michael. Yes, it's so good to have you. Yes, it is. And, and I want to start off with uh, how many of these have you been to? 1990. First wow. one, San Francisco and uh, and the Broncos. I'll tell you a story about that. You ready? Please, for I'm ready yes. for it. So uh, there was no radio stations there. Mike and me in the Hyatt lobby in New Orleans. You know, Eddie, Eddie Edelman from EEI was there. And I think Eskin was there in the local radio. So there's nobody there, no radio row, nothing. So during the week, first part of the week, we have Summer All Madden on. That was a CBS game. Right. So we have Summer All Madden on, and, you know, they do their thing, and, you know, they both them together. It was probably Tuesday, and Madden tells me and Mike when he's leaving, says, hey, guys, come to my hotel one day this week. I got to show you some stuff. So whatever day that was, you know, he had a little boutique hotel on Bourbon Street. Right. So we get in the car, probably the next day, we got there in the morning, go up to his room, got the big telestrator up, his little hotel, his big hotel room there, it was probably a suite, and he says, let me show you this. So he takes the video out, camera, Rice does this, Taylor does that, they can't do this, Montana, look at this offensive line, they can't guard. He said, guys, you didn't hear me say this? Denver does not have a chance in this game. <laughs> this is a disaster written all over it. 55-10 San Francisco. Wow. No, 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 you didn't wow. finish the story, though. You did not finish the story. Where did you go to bet that game at that point? I didn't bet it then. Oh, I, don't know I can't why. believe no, that. No, I didn't. I didn't start the betting until later. <laughs> I didn't bet that game. Now, I did fly home on Sunday. I didn't stay for the game, and I flew home with Sam Weish. New Orleans, Cincinnati, New York, and I watched the game in New York, and it was over, you know, 20 sure, minutes yeah. into the game at 55-10. That was their second of the two, and then the Giants the next year win the three-peat game, right. and that's the fumble by Craig and Burt recover. Uh, Eric that's Howard, the, Eric that, Howard recovered it, and then of course Barr kicked the field goal. And, and that's when Belichick got the the Patriot job, uh, the Raider, uh, the Browns job. That's yeah, that, after that uh, game, that's after correct. that Super Bowl. And you, and you know, George Young always used to tell me, Mike that under any circumstances, he was never hiring Belichick as his head coach because he didn't like Belichick. Right. Thought he was a great coach, hated him as a person. Right. And he told me 20 times in that 89-90 period, I am not hiring Belichick. And as it turns out, now Bill left in May, and they which hired put Ray him Hale. in a tough, a tough right. spot. And George said, hey, don't kill me on Hanley. Bill loved Hanley, too. They all thought Hanley was going to be a good coach. Right, yeah. We don't even know where, he was there two years. Uh, yeah. We don't even know where Ray Hanley is. He, he was in Vegas. Yeah, he, he was doing? living in Vegas, yeah. Now, we never Bill put him in a tough spot because they had a quarterback controversy right. because Phil was 10-1, and one, broke his ankle. They brought Hostetler in, and Hostetler won the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So Bill leaves in May. Hanley comes in. He's got two quarterbacks who both want to play, and both have won Super Bowls. Yep. That's a very tricky spot. And the, for team, was, and the team was getting older, They were too. getting older. Yeah, the team was, older. That was their run. Where do you sit on Bill not having a job this I'm cycle? Su I'm surprised. I, yeah, I really am. And I should ask Mike with the story here about uh, Blank. You saw that with Boomer Science yesterday. I, I, I don't Do you think Blank offered him the job no, and he I said no? I, I think Blank I think Blank wanted to hire him. And I think it was his job all along. And I truly believe that from the time he left the yacht down in the down in the islands on Blank's yacht, 
till he went back to Atlanta to meet everybody that the front office and everybody from Rich McKay to Terry Fonda kind of convinced Blank to change his mind. All right. Mm. I, I, I believe part of what Boomer's saying is that Blank wanted to hire him. I think Blank really wanted to hire him. Well, you don't think Bill turned him down? I don't think it was a turndown. I think what happened was the momentum was built because they all were saying, well, we won't, we won't have a collaborative effort. Nobody will listen to us. Yeah. And he would have changed the way. See, everybody thinks he was going to change the way of of with power and all this but there's some things that he would want to do like in contracts they had no contracts that had off-season workout bonuses and that's big for Belichick. He wants the players in the program in the offseason to work out. And they had no bonus closes in their contract. They had contract. none of that. So now that, that means they got to change how they do contracts. People hate change. I got you. So there was a combination of things. But I am surprised. I do think Belichick will coach yeah. again. I don't think Pete Carroll will. But I do think Pete, Pete – and I did Nashville radio yesterday, and they said a big – it's 50-50 in Nashville on Vrabel, and they said a big knock on Vrabel in Nashville, and you a Vrabel fan, is the offensive coordinators he hired were terrible. And that's always been a problem with them. And, you know, and they've been able to overcome it. They get to the – they get to the – you know, they beat Baltimore in the playoff. They've been they've – been, I think it's a little unfair on this. They've been stuck with Henry, and they got to run – if you're going to go with Henry, you got to go with that offense. And so he kind of traps you into thinking what you're going to do. I, I think Vrabel will rise again. No, I, really I think do. so too. I definitely – I think both him and Belichick will coach again. I don't know about Pete Carroll. Yeah. I'm not sure about him, but I yeah. think the other two will – I know Belichick is 73 years old, but somebody will make a run out of next year wanting to win quickly. That yeah. would be my take on that. I, I think age – as you get older, you get better at what you do. Uh, fair too. Fair too. So I, I do think he'll coach. So because you are a betting man, um, I have to know, obviously, you guys go at it every single week on the radio against each other. But, like, Michael always comes on our show saying, I don't know where where Mad Dog's getting these numbers at. So you must be the sharpest better of all time, according to gets, Michael, in these numbers. He gets annoyed with the lines, and he wants those lines operated very, very carefully. And he's annoyed also, and we gave him one because Seattle, early in the year, he took Seattle oh, yeah. against San Francisco, and then Gino got hurt. That day. And he bet, and he I remember talking about this. And he was this. annoyed. So, you know, because he made the pick at five. Then he finds out later that it's not Gino. I never would have done that if Gino's I would have done born. the yeah. same for him. I would have felt the same way for him. There was one time he was going to make a bet. And I said, no, no, you can't do that. That line's completely different. And he backed off of it. So I, I won it fair. And look, I won the contest without that game he anyway. Barely, barely. Now, barely, <laughs> barely. He did. He won it by half again. Now, remember, in real life, if I make the play on a Friday afternoon, thinking Gino's going to play, and then four hours later I find out he's not going to play, they're not going to give me the bet back. No, but I can go to the table and make another bet to offset that play. See, that's what you can do. I guess you're right. You so, can do that. So are you getting the, a mysterious three on Kansas City this week? No, you think? He, it's you too find late for him there? to get the three. I la, I la, is that, was there a mysterious three going on? Well, that, we have people on our network that take the Chiefs and three points, and I can't find the three no, points no anywhere. Three points. <laughs> I can't find three points. I do love the Chiefs to win the game. Though. I know you've been all over this Mahomes thing. Uh, you said losing, it last week. He's not losing a purdy. I'm sorry. No way. You I really remember last that? year you saying you were chiefed out. So how do you feel now? Well, I've been betting them lately. So I feel, better better. Better. You feel better about it. Uh, I bet him against Buffalo, and I was fortunate. And I bet him against Lamar because I don't trust him in a big game. And I was fortunate with that, too. You know me. I've been, I've been uh, You've been on him. Now, let me ask you this question. I'm worried question. about him in a big game. Let me ask you this. You're a historian. Like, where would you put Mahomes if he wins this one? I think Mahomes is, you've heard me all week, I think he's the best quarterback I've ever seen. Now, see, to me, it's two different arguments.
that's just a point of you know where he is. Like Sandy Koufax is the best pitcher of all time at his peak, but he didn't do it long enough, so you can't say he's the best pitcher. You would take Koufax over Gibson. Oh, absolutely. Really? Oh, yeah, Koufax was absolutely. Koufax. So you have, like, different categories, like best winner, best yeah, skill, a, best. Know, I mean, it's, it's, it, there's a little, a, I, I had Laver and Roy Emerson tell me many a time that the best player pound for pound in tennis they ever faced was Lou Hode. Really? But nobody would say Lou Hode's the best player of all time. <laughs> Same thing with Mahomes. I think, to me, if I had a game to win for my life, I would take Mahomes, but I can't say he's the best of all time necessarily because he's got two Super Bowls and Brady's got seven. Montana's right. got four. But uh, I, I do. I mean, listen, I've never outside of the second half against Cincinnati when he did not play well. Right. He was the reason they lost that game. Correct. Outside of that game. And I give him a break against Tampa in the Super Bowl. Andy did a terrible job at the offensive line. I think he was all fouled up with his kid with the exactly car accident. Was, correct. So I, I think he lost a little focus and he. Tampa took advantage, so I'm going to give Mahomes a break. I don't think I've ever seen Mahomes at 14-3 and three have a bad playoff game, so I'm going to bet him on Sunday. He scored 21 points in the last Super Bowl. He threw two interceptions in that last Super Bowl against the Niners, and then he just had the great fourth quarter. He had a great four, and Richard Sherman on third and 15, you know, he had that play to, right. to re-kill. Listen, uh, part of me thinks the Niners are due. You know, they lost to him in 19. They could have won. You know, Shanahan's been at this point a lot in his career, so eventually he'll break through, so I can understand that. And and they're going to hear about how, you know, everybody thinks that Kansas City and haven't played that well. Here's here's the thing that's worried about the Niners, though. The Niners told everybody after the Green Bay game, you know, we know we played lousy. We'll play better the next yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Oh, they made uh, McCaffrey. We stunk. We'll play better. And they stunk against Green Bay, too. They shouldn't yeah. have beaten the Green Bay. They shouldn't have won uh, Detroit. Shouldn't have won a game. No, so that's I, right. I, I can't lucky. take them yeah. seriously. Well, and Michael, you've said all week long that they haven't even even played their B game yet. Yeah, they the haven't played a good game yet. I mean, they're here and they haven't played their best game. Not even close to their best game. And they didn't play well late in the year. No, Ravens they haven't. They haven't played well. The Rams, I know the game didn't mean anything. They lost to them too. So I, I, I will take the Chiefs. I trust okay. the Chiefs. And He's got his 60-point play. He's going to take the Chiefs in the two I, I, points. I'm going to take them. <laughs> we've, yeah. only, we've only got 30 seconds left, but I am very curious. Like, How do you take care of your voice for all of the yelling at Stephen A. Yeah, and Michael that you point. do? I have, you know, I haven't had Larry. I've had it twice. Where I had laryngitis, I couldn't talk for a week. It drove me crazy. I had it once at His FAN. wife was the happiest she's ever yeah. been in her life. <laughs> That's exactly right. I had it twice, uh, and I haven't had it since. My voice has stood up pretty good. And I got him every Friday, and he's the best here, so I have oh. a lot of laughs from this oh, So it. So great. Sirius XM, Mad Dog, Sports Radio, High Heat on MLB Network, First Take on ESPN, the legend himself. Thank you so much for you the time. You got it. Stormy, the thank, you. thank you. We love you. See you tomorrow. Thank you, my man. Friday. Friday. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Lombardi Line, live from Media Row for Super Bowl 58 on VSEN, the sports betting network. Back here on the Lombardi Line, live from Media Row in Las Vegas. This segment presented by 1-800-Flowers.com, DraftKings' official flowers for Valentine's. Although I do think this group of flowers, as beautiful as they are, is giving off a little too much Kansas City Chiefs energy. I need the gold to be more prominent for the Niners. Uh, Welcome back to our desk. You see, we have an awesome guest here, Frank Caliendo, comedian, actor, impressionist extraordinaire. Thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah, great to be here. Tremendous. Did you bring everybody with you? Oh, yeah, it's always. <laughs> Everybody's, the, the Rolodex is ready to go. Are you ready to fire away? The magic. Every time he ever texts me, is I, I send him something or he sends, thanks, John. I love <laughs> yeah. that. He gives me the old school uh, Pat Summerall. Yeah, I love I could, it. I could even bring up Pat Summerall to 90% of people. Right? Oh, football fans, I could. Right. But like. You don't think nobody knows Pat Summerall outside not, the football world? Not if they stop playing uh, Madden. I about, guess you're you right. Know, the, he wasn't even in the Madden video game. Oh, I think, that's after, it. Shows you how old I am. That's horrible. Madden 80, 95, Madden 92. Yeah. To the 20. <laughs> to the 25. There's a flag on the play. Uh, I know that they don't know he was a kicker in the league and he played in the NFL. I get that, but the voice is just so magnetic. Well, could you even do that in, I don't think the broadcaster would be allowed to talk as little in the way Pat Summerall did with yeah. just phrases. Like somebody going down the field they're going to want you to describe a lot more. They're paying you a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Not that those guys weren't getting paid, but to the 20, to the 25, <laughs> touchdown. Like, it's so understated. Calm. Like, so calm. Yeah, it's like no, nothing. I mean, it makes Nance seem like he's yeah. over the top. Right. Yeah, right. But, so you got Barkley's got his own show. He's got the TNT. Is he giving you a lot more material? I haven't seen much of it yet. So the the, uh, the Gail King show with him? No, uh, I've got to watch more. But it's kind of like life limitating, imitating art because one of my bits was that Charles Barkley is the guy I love because – He's always honest, yeah. and he gives you what, even if stuff you, you don't want to hear in the news. And now he's got that show with Gail King, and yeah. it does seem perfect. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think about is going on, <laughs> and it's crazy. <laughs> like he, at least he does. Uh, I do. I have seen a couple of clips. I haven't watched the show particularly yet, but. Uh, at least he does more research on the topics than he does before uh, the NCAA basketball tournament. <laughs> yes, when he's true. like, look over there, there's what, number number 25 <laughs> with the with the white shoes and the red stripes. No, you you got to know who the guy is. Yes. Yes. Not really, because nobody else does. So it is interesting that you mentioned like talking about sports people specifically, because we know you and you're so well known for all of the sports impressions that you do, but you talk to a wider audience as well. Is it t- tough to balance like getting other celebrities in addition to sports personalities or how does that work for you uh, in in terms of the sh- you know doing my act a mm-hmm. show or something i try to make it much broader now now i do this all the, the sports stuff while i'm here 
But in terms of a show, I, I've even talked to comedy clubs about that recently, where they're showing old clips of John Madden to sell tickets for me. And I'm like, people don't know that stuff. Like, right, and yeah. the people who do know already know that I'm coming here. Right. So you got to show them that there's some different stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a fine thing. And I do the Madden stuff. And I do the, the Madden stuff here at the Super Bowl because he's, <laughs> boom, I mean, yeah. it's the right place. <laughs> so, uh, and the, the other question people ask me a lot about is, like, am I working on any of the other broadcasters? Here's the thing. I, I a little bit yes and no, but the Romo, which I've talked to you about yeah. before, yeah. I've just turned Tony Romo into revving up a car. That's yeah. all it is. Like, oh, Jim, 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 Here we go, Jim. Oh, it's so, so good. He's got a good life for doing that, right? I, I mean, it's kind of amazing because he went, he went from being Nostradamus to not knowing anything. Yeah. Well, this, like, I mean, it has it, been a flip. Like, he was, he's like, oh, their trip's right. They're going to make it. There's going to be a slant to the left where they're not even looking. The defense isn't ready for that. They're playing partial zone on that side. Here we go, Jim. And now it's like, what's he going to do, Jim? That's exactly what's going to happen. Let's go to Jay Feely. Like, and then Jay Feely's like, I'm a kicker. He's like, oh, it's so good, Jim. Don't hey. so, The energy. Like, but what I love about Romo is the honesty. He's another one, the honesty and the the... Uh, the uh, he's a kid in a candy store, right? When I watch him or listen to him, I just love. Oh, Jim! It's like he's got sweet tarts over here and Three Musketeers right there. there there's Juji Fruits, and it doesn't get any better than this. Have you ever done Jim to Jim, or do you have any stories where you've done the impression in front of the person? Uh, yeah, there's some of those, but uh, actually, Mike it was the one who got Jim Nance to call me. So Jim Nance left me a message, <laughs> and it was Frankie, which I wish he would said, uh, "Hello, Frank." Jim Nance. <laughs> Hello, Frank. Hello, Frank. Um, and we talked a little bit about it because they've actually done the bit a little bit. It's weird in sports because sometimes people are put on pedestals their entire lives, especially the former coaches yeah. that become uh, announcers or analysts or whatever. It, they have. They, it's a harder time. It's a, if you're in the club, it's easier for a, uh, a former coach or somebody. If you played football, they're willing to let you play more with them. I got more known for that kind of stuff, so I think I got a little bit more leeway. But it's, it's an odd thing when, um, when you're doing a voice of somebody or you know, breaking stuff. I think sometimes people get worried it's going to cost them money. I've heard that. They're like, mm -hmm. if you do this, it's not going to put me on, you know, it's going to make people make fun. No, it makes it easier for Madison Avenue and the advertisers right, yeah. to write for you. And now... The, you can get more commercials mm -hmm. from it. Like Barkley's always said, Frank, keep doing me. Yeah. Because every time <laughs> I do it, I make more money. I, I mean, it's true. It's. I think it's good. How long does it take you to perfect? Like you got the election coming up, right? So this is going to be big for you. So you got a lot of characters out there. A lot of voices in your head. A I lot imagine. of voices in your head. How long does it take you to go from I got to do that person, him or her, to I got it? Uh, well, I mean, Pat, most of the time it's a work in progress and you got to put it out there before it's ready sometimes. Yeah. So I think that's almost like if you're going to make the sports analogy, I think it's almost like making reads and trying to figure out what's going to be enough of a, to sell it right, to, to, right. Make the, to make the point. Um, there, I, I don't know. I, I listened to old John Madden when people thought I was doing John Madden. Oh, hey, folks, John Madden. I was like, what is that? And people yeah. thought it was great. So I, I, I don't know. There's the... 
if, if people laugh, then it's good enough. It doesn't have to be dead on. It can just be something that works and makes you think of the person. Yeah. But then now with social media, people will complain that it's, you know, they'll be that. Well, they complain about anything on social yeah. media, True. so you can't do that. But you like the mannerisms that you, as Stormy mentioned this too, is it's not just the voice. It's the way you move and the way you deliver it is so perfect. Yeah. Well, I think that adds to it. I always say that the mouth tells you how they talk and the eyes tell you how they think. So if you're doing the impression of a person, like when I do the Tony Romo, I'm just thinking that smile. He's got that smile on his face <laughs> and he's talking out on one side. There it is. Oh, so, so good. Um, so I think about that. I kind of picture the person and un- that's what I, what I see. And I kind of believe that I'm that person putting that out there. And then you can kind of think more in their, their way of thinking. But some people that, you know, there's just voices I can't figure out and there's lots of them. And you just find a little clip or I was talking to somebody, a, uh, talking about Peyton Manning, which I can't do a Peyton Manning, but I can find a word. Weird, weird, yeah. weird. Yeah, he's got that that one. Hey, Eli, that's kind of weird. <laughs> See how that? Yeah. But that's, that's all. Great. It's like yeah, weird. You kind of get into it's, it in three the way. syllables. Right. That uh, weird is one syllable, except if you're Peyton Manning. It's weird. <laughs> Eli, that's kind of weird. I personally love the Pacino, and so I was wondering if you could get into that and give my 49ers a little bit of a pregame speech, oh, potentially. Oh, we got to fight for every inch. <laughs> Of every foot, of every yard, of every, I don't know what comes next in the Kings. <laughs> With the but there's, system. there's so many variations of Pacino. Like True. when I see him now, like it, it's, he's not Michael Corleone. Like I don't even know where that came there from. Was a, you know, was way up, way up, afternoon, he was way up here. There you go. That, that, that's it. And then he became a Southern general. Yeah, uh, that's how right. How are we? How would do yes. it? Yeah. The whole U.S. Army retired, frankly. <laughs> there Come it on. is. Do you have a favorite voice? Uh, I feel like they, that's got to be hard because you have so many that you can do. Uh, I mean, they're when they're inter- they're newer, they're more interesting. I mean, that's the that's the thing for me. Um, I like the I have more fun with the comparison of voices. I don't know if I've done that for you before, but the the Kermit the Frog is the it, there's Muppets, and you, because Muppets aren't the actual voice, they're they're constructed like a cartoon character. Kermit the Frog, hi ho, Kermit the Frog here, right? You got yeah. that voice, and then Fozzie Bear is ah waka waka waka. So. That's also, hey, Bert, Ernie. No, those two yeah. voices. Those two combined to get you with a Texas accent, Patrick Mahomes. That's what I was going to so, ask. Yeah, man, I was like, Kermit Well, it's actually in between kind of the two. And when you think about those kind of things that, uh, you know, we're doing everything we can to get out there and uh, <laughs> just do what we can. And Coach Reed said we're going to make our way through it. And I, I just I just think, I just hope we uh, do our best. You know, and a couple of distractions, we'll figure out a way. So, Patrick, are, are you guys going to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, we, I, I, you know, I, I don't, we, we, we're just going out there and play the best. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get letters. <laughs> How about Jack Nicholson? Do you still get any requests for him? Uh, from you, sir. Uh, I was going to say, I'm that's, that old. I'm just, well, here's the thing. If it's, I, that's a that's an interesting one. Somebody because I did a a whole morphing, and then Patrick Mahomes in here, and then and if you go down, that becomes the John C. Riley. Did you touch my drum set? That kind of thing. Yeah. Put some air in it. It's Mark Ruffalo. I see this as an absolute win. Uh, I had no idea he's even going to do that. And then if you bring it down, it becomes Paul Giamatti. Yeah. I believe that is <laughs> one of the craziest things I've ever heard in my entire life. Now, when I do Paul Giamatti, this comes back to what you were saying. People think it's Jack Nicholson, and I have to disagree. Yeah. It's slightly different, but somewhat similar. Damn. 
if you want more of this awesome stuff, by the way, the make sure this Saturday you head out to Phoenix Desert Ridge Improv. And can we get maybe a score prediction for you? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go. Am I running out of time? Uh, uh, you have 11 seconds. Go, go. 20 go. nothing. No. Uh, 20, uh, 27, 24 Niners. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.